And welcome back as we reach the conclusion of A Bridge to Fear. Brought to you by Listen to These Nerds and the Lancer RPG System by Massive Press. Uh, tonight, uh, our players are... Hi, my name is Chris, and tonight I will be playing the role of Jason Lake, Callsign Friday. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing the role of Daphne Hedron, otherwise known as Flock. Hi, I'm John. I'm going to be playing. What would we decide, Harry? Lieutenant, Sergeant, what Lieutenant, was my, uh, Lieutenant White, uh, call sign Bloody Lady. Same as it ever was. I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing uh, Geiger, call sign. Uh, hmm. Isn't it, it, it call sign Geiger? Name uh, Hans Rudy? Hans, that's right. I got him backwards. Thanks. All right. All right, so when we last left our survivors, they had managed to just receive what could only be described as a warm welcome from the infected, as they attempted to make their way towards the evacuation point told to them by Admiral Craven. After disposing of the infected that managed to come in their way, they came across a sort of large container that was being dragged by one of the larger infected, that as both, I'm going to say, Hans... Um, Lieutenant White and Daphne being people that are either sort of up on field communications or just communication systems in general, uh, you realize that all of these parts they're grabbing are either things that they could potentially use to make off-planet communications, which would be bad, or things that could be repurposed as weapons. So gravity drives, magneto drives, Anything that, if you put enough power into it, could be dangerous, but, you know, if you repurposed it for that thing. So it seems that the infected were gathering materials for some nefarious purpose. Which does send a bit of a chill down all of your spines to realize that these things are, in fact, thinking. But well, that's Yeah, they have some sort of purpose. Or at least something's thinking for them. Yeah. Mm. And with that, yeah. you may look down the corridor, down the... Uh, tunnel, effectively, that you're in for the bridge. The elevated tunnel, I should say. And you see the faint glint of light of the end of the bridge, and potentially, your salvation. So, I'm going to say that uh, it's not, it's a bit of a trudge. You still have to make your way through sort of the occasional tipped-over uh, loader. There's this giant pile of materials that they've kind of put together. It looks like that anything that even is mildly useful they've kind of thrown into a, uh, a heap and it was being organized before you killed all the things doing the organizing. Uh, it's large, but luckily you're being led by a Formorian frame uh, Blackbeard, so you kind of just be, have the ability to walk through it. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm just uh, clearing a path for everybody here. And eventually, you manage to get to the end of the bridge. Now, if I've done this correctly, you should all be on the correct map. Look right to me. All right, so you get to it, and sure enough, exactly as Craven has described, there is a large sort of open section of the tunnel as you get to the end, where very clearly there was a continuation of the bridge. Uh, looking down into the water, you can still see some of the supports sort of standing up alone in the middle of this wide, in the middle of this uh, sort of large river, uh, and sort of debris that has sort of cat caught onto it, showing there once was a road here, but now it's gone. So with that, uh, you realize that you have a bit of time before, basically, you have to set off the uh, flare that Craven gave to you as part of that care package, which might be a good time to make sure that all of your mechs are in tip-top shape, because as Craven said, uh, this thing isn't exactly subtle, 
and you're basically going to be ringing a dinner bell to uh, the infected in the city once you do. Okay. So this is a short rest, which means that you may clear any heat or any statuses and conditions, and you may also spend repairs in order to uh, restore full HP or destroyed weapon systems, repair a point of structure or stress, or repair a destroyed mech, which hasn't happened yet. So I'd just like to call out the CompCon web client once again for having a little screen between encounters that says, Lancer, I have detected blank X amount of issues equal to the amount of issues that you have, and they're just being a little repair button. It's mwah, beautiful. Ooh, that is <laughs> very nice. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, remind me, can you use repair capacity in combat at all, or is it just used I, people, uh, during a rest? I think you can use one repair as a full action. That does sound right, yes. Let me just double check under the action section. Barrage, disengage, full tech, improvise attack, stabilize. Yes, so if you use the stabilize action, you may use a repair to recover all of your HP. Okay. Okay, so it's probably not worth it for me to use a repair for two hit points then. No. I am going to use a, a repair, though, um, to... Well, I'm going to vent all of my heat and uh, get Well, your one... heat vents automatically. Yeah, and get one point of structure back. All right. So I'm going okay. to stay based off of... Uh, so one thing that you do know is that when you sort of walked through here, you notice that there were a lot of, like, other upturned cargo containers from mo from loaders that have kind of been scattered haphazardly across the road. I will reveal those to you now. Basically, in this sort of this configuration. So for the listeners at home, a quick description of what the bridge looks like. Uh, on the west end, we have the green zone, which uh, is basically going to be where things will appear. Uh, we have uh -huh. the yellow zone, which is in the middle where all the cover is. There is a container. Uh, there are two uh, pieces of size one cover that take up two squares, one to the north, one to the west, one to the east, and one to the south of that section. And then in the red zone is the end of the bridge, where currently all of the player characters are placed, and um, where also there is the end of the bridge leading into the ocean. Uh, the players do not want to find out what happens if they go off that ledge. It's a no. Uh, but I do want to know what happens if I throw other things off that edge. Well, then they die. <laughs> Noted. As it turns out, uh, I may have described this as a river, but that is in the same way that one could describe the Mississippi as a river, in that it really is just an ocean that happens to run across two land masses. All right. Noted. Harry, I have a yes. question regarding these pieces of cover in the yellow portion of the bridge. Yes. Are those, like, large abandoned vehicles or something like that? Abandoned vehicles, abandoned cargo containers, uh, but they're uh. all size one, which means unless you go prone, uh, you, like, stick out over the top of them pretty significantly. The so, good news is, is that um, moving over a piece of cover is doesn't incur difficult movement. So every one of you can vault these during a standard move. Here's and, what I'm thinking, guys. My mech is really strong and can lift stuff that's pretty heavy. Uh, what do you think about preparing things beforehand by moving the pieces of cover so that we kind of have, like, a row of... You know, pieces of cover like a, a line of defense almost. Huh. Uh, a barricade, eh? I, I don't yeah. think that's a bad oh, idea at all. I, I can and... see it. A line of debris. Oh, what a wonderful art. Wait, how is your character talking? <laughs> I was going to um, say, hey, I'm, Chris, how are yeah. you communicating this to the other characters? 
So I trust. Yeah, that? I'm. I try gesturing with <laughs> hand you... motions. But... You just open the cockpit of your bag. <laughs> the hell out of it. I could, but that would be less funny. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna trudge over to one of the containers. I'm gonna make like a picking up motion, uh, like squatting and lifting then point over to where uh, one of the containers is already kind of set up for that line of defense. Uh, so Daphne's going to go over and says, oh, He's having a creative breakthrough! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Create art! Here, I'll go, you, you beautiful, muscly man! And um, <laughs> I'm going to deploy my drones to, like, help help him. Okay. So so I just temporarily slave them to your, to your mech so you can control them. Wait, um, okay, so... I, I don't know, there's, I don't think there's any actual mechanical benefit to that, it's just... Yeah, I, I'm gonna say, like, the drones try, but, uh, this is not in, like, the Orochi drone wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Not only that, this is my first time controlling the drones, and I realize I'm spending more time trying to figure out how they work than actually doing what I want to do with picking up these cargo containers and stuff, so I transfer control back over to you, give you a thumbs up, and then I start lifting these things by myself. Mm -hmm. So, uh, listeners, what uh, Friday has just done is basically realign the pieces of cargo container to be uh, a sort of wall, a gap, and then another wall to that, leaving only a yeah. size four uh, uh, force level, uh, four lengths choke point in the middle and a two-length gap on either side of the wall. It's not an ideal way of doing things, but with the limited amount of resources we have, I'm doing the best I can. Right. Well, I mean, we we have deployables that we can probably use to, to fill that gap as well. Yeah. So Today, like I said, take I the, will... the, the size one deployable cover. <laughs> ah, the tiny boys. Mm. All right. So yes, uh, talk amongst yourselves to figure out what you would like to do. Uh, once you guys have completed the rest, uh, we will move on to starting the event, as it were. Mm. Does anybody have anything else they would like to put up uh, that isn't a core ability, let's say? Hmm. Like a deployable mm. or anything? I... Hmm. I, I guess I'd so. I guess I deploy a turret drone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would deploy a turret drone and... I'm going... So, again, anything else you'd like to deploy, or shall we move on to the event? I think I'm good, actually. All right. Mm, me too. Place yourselves where you would like, and I will discuss what happens uh, next. Sorry, I actually do want to deploy something. Okay. Um, the perimeter command plate. Ah, yes, your special, uh, whatchamacallit, one of your magnet tricks. Yep. All right. Uh, feel free to just draw that out on the map, since I don't think I have a custom to, uh, a quick token available. Okay. Actually, indicate where you want to draw it, and I'll put it on the uh, the map background so it doesn't end up uh, getting jostled around. I'll just place it here, I, bet, I guess. All right, so your blue square is your command plate. Yeah. And what does that mean? Uh, so hostile characters who enter have to make a save or be pushed three spaces in, the, in a direction of my choice. Um, and uh, uh, allied characters can enter that space and fly three spaces in a direction as a free action. Ah. So it's both a uh, slow down and a boost pad. Interesting. All right. Given its position related to me, do you want me to move it all to take better advantage of it? Or do you think I'm good where I am? I think you're good where you are, because if you want to step in and, like, launch yourself forward, that's an option. Smart. Okay. 
Yeah. The other, the only other thing I could do is I could, I set up an accelerate, but that's like, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, should I should I get the ice out drone out now? Do you guys think? Yeah, probably. I mean, why not? Okay. All right. Uh, so Harry, if I may have an ice out drone, please. Yes. Give me a second here. Uh, let's just do this. Edit. I mean, you can just copy it over from the other map, I think. If... Oh, right, yes, I did do that. Uh, that. Give me a second. Which one? Good. There you are. Copy. Paste. Uh, that's because I am on the wrong control. That's just going to hang out behind Chris to keep him from being hacked. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the anti-hack, baby! Thank you. <laughs> Give me a second here. Just want to check something. Okay. Alright, so, uh, it seems that our players have all sort of situated themselves behind the barricade in the red zone, while Chris is standing up front, in between mm -hmm. the command plate and the ice-out drone, sort of holding the line, as it were. Okay, looks good. Alright, so has everyone finished their rest, repairs, and all other deployments? Yep. Uh, yep. yes. Okay. So... With your setup and your defenses as good as you're probably going to be able to get them on such limited to scale, uh, you begin setting up the flare launcher that was given to you by Admiral Craven. It's pretty simple. All the instructions are kind of put on the are painted on so that even the dumbest of privates could theoretically figure it out. Uh, you place it down, lock it down, pull the tab, and a you hear with a loud foom, a shell flies out into the air at a very high arc before eventually turning on a rocket booster and flying even higher into the air. It then explodes, sending out what looks like a large, uh, sort of delayed, sort of burning debris all over the place, and you all detect a kind of burst of low-level electromagnetic radiation that, if it was stronger, would act as a chaff signal, but probably is more useful as being picked up as like, okay, we're here. Now, you just have to hope that Craven can actually hold on to his word, as you realize that you don't really have any way of getting in contact with him while you're here. So your only hope is now to just kind of pray that help arrives in time. And with that massive explosion, you suddenly hear this cacophony of the bit-bite chattering from this thing. You seem to have stirred up the entire city, and, well, now you know that things are about to head to your location. And almost as if on cue, you begin to see the first of them sort of straggling forward. So, Friday, you're the first to begin seeing your opposition. Yep. As coming out of the darkness of the cave, you see more of those squads of those large swarms of subalterns and exoskeletons crawling towards, uh, or come skittering towards you. You also hear this loud... Doom, doom, doom. So I'm deeper in the tunnel, but you don't quite have sensor range to see what that is. Okay. Can't rightly say I'm very happy about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, your sensors are 10, right, Jonathan? Um, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, however, so Friday, while you are able to hear that, um, bloody lady, you are able to make out just a bit more. And, uh, reveal areas, and you're suddenly thinking, wait, no, that, that can't be. You see some others, 
unusual shapes of other materials that had kind of been slapped together in slapdash attempts of making some sort of armored force. But just on the periphery, just on the edge, you manage to see two much more impressive looking specimens. These actually look like lancer frames. One of them you don't really recognize, but the other, you you swear it, it almost think, no, it couldn't be. Is it? You can't quite make out the features, but it's just at the edge of your vision. But there's something there that it feels familiar, and yet at the same time, not. And with that, we shall begin the combat. Okay. All right. So, which one of you wants to go first? Um, if no one minds, I, I can go first, because my magnetic can seemed to be a highly effective weapon against the... Yeah, go ahead. Please. Please go ahead. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, my priority and initiative is low this first turn because I do all my best work in melee. Alright, yeah. So I am going to... Uh, you know what? I might as well just barrage this turn. Mm. Alright, so starting with the uh, magnet cannon. Uh, is an 18 a hit? Uh, uh, against one of the uh, infected? Uh, against the swarm. The swarm. Uh, yes, that'll definitely hit. And uh, which one are you attacking? The top one or the bottom one? Top one. All right. It's so the only one go. I can reach with my, my weapon. All right. Give me one second. I just want to put labels on these guys so that I remember which one's which. Uh, so let's go Swarm 3. And this one will be Swarm 4. So go ahead and roll that uh, damage. All right. So that's going to be 4 damage. Um, uh, and then uh, they have to make a whole saver be pulled uh, 1d3 plus 1 spaces towards me. All right. Uh, what's your save target? Um, my save target is... I don't remember. Uh, it should be just under your... Uh, 13. Yeah, 13. Uh, yeah, so they roll a 9, so they fail, so roll me 1d3. Uh, so they move two spaces closer. 1, 2. As you level your cannon at them, fire it into the center, and they all just kind of lurch forward suddenly. Yeah, so well, that's... A few just literally just get dragged into the ground. Yeah, uh, so that's uh, four damage, uh, energy, and that was a line that just hit the edge of them. So I don't know if that mattered. Uh, that's... that's fine. Uh, as long, again, as long as you're hitting a section, they don't benefit from any, like, cover or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, all right, and then uh, the uh, mortar is a miss. I got a negative one. All right. So you attempt to follow up, but unfortunately the uh, <laughs> the swarm is a bit wise to those tactics, and they just kind of spread out enough that you only manage to knock a couple stragglers with the uh, the shell, the explosion, as they proceed with their uh, running. All right. So that is bloody lady done and so it's going to be so amongst the ones that uh you can see john you kind of see one in the the top right hand corner of the green zone it's it's difficult to make out on your sensors it seems to be having something that is causing your uh like targeting system to have a problem in terms of like walking onto it in gameplay terms this guy is invisible and but looking at it, sort of just with your uh, like looking at it, you realize that what it is is that it's a server rack 
with a bunch of computers in it, and then jammed into those computers are like a bunch of NHP coffins. Don't like it. Don't like and it. And it's got like tiny spider legs that it's using to sort of skitter around. Contrary to my opinion, my uh, pilot is so into it, and you can just see the front of uh, of uh, the mech just like flashing as like cameras are going off. Hitchcock is just blasting like photos all over the place. It's like, oh, a sea of death and destruction, mangled bodies. Oh, perfect. All right, so it is going to attempt to use a tech attack against Friday, which will fail because uh, you have the ice out drone on you. Mm-hmm. Unless, is it just a straight up fail or yeah, is it's it a straight uh, up fail? Uh, straight up but, fail. Like the the downside is that he can't take tech actions, but I don't think that's <laughs> a thing Friday does. But but it could be his time to shine. <laughs> that All is right. an excellent ability, and I appreciate it very very much, John. Okay. Uh, however, instead. All of you suddenly get like uh like warning proximity alert. And you're thinking, well that's weird. The the swarms are pretty far away and the other ones are and you sort of like refresh your sensors and suddenly you realize that this guy in the middle is a lot closer than he appears. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh that will be the supercomputer's turn. Uh so who wants to go next? Interesting. Hmm. Uh, I can go. Okay. I think I'll probably go last, if any of them. Okay. I would assume that Chris would actually go uh, last because. Oh, because he's in the sensor range. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll well, go. I'll also, go. he's he's melee range only, so. That's fair. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, Harry, looking at the uh, yeah. roll twenty, if I draw a line. Oh, speaking of, thank you for reminding me, Jonathan. So now that this uh, guy is actually in sensors, you realize you recognize this frame. Uh-oh. This was a frame that served with you in the Albatross unit. Uh, it's Dwayne Hadley, or Dwayne Hadley's frame. Uh-oh. Dwayne! It's Dwayne. Not Dwayne! But yeah, this was... This is not some ramshackle thing slashed together like this. This is just Dwayne's frame. Though you can clearly see the area where the cockpit is has been wrenched open, and you can't detect any life forms inside. Oh, great. All right, Dwayne. This one's for you. Um, so with the line painting in Rule 20, if I, I'm i drawing a line through the center of all the boxes, and so it doesn't really look... Well, maybe if I do it like this, can I draw a line in such a way that it goes through both the swarm and uh, this frame? Yes. Yeah? All right. Fantastic. In that case, <clears throat> I'm going to take a skirmish action to attack with my rail rifle. Okay. Uh, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to figure out something because I have an effect that happens a hostile character takes action in line of sight so I'm wondering does that happen before the action or after Uh, I would say if it's a reflex it would happen before if they need to be able to see me I'm invisible until the attack happens Mm, I see okay so I will say that you allow it for this one, uh, but then, yeah, they'll see you once the uh, attack goes off. Okay, great. So this is, uh, the range on this weapon is a line 10. It's just a tiny rail gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so uh, attack roll 16. Uh, 16 will hit their evasion. Okay, um, great. All right, and what's your damage? All right, total damage is five. All right. 
And uh, when I start my turn, hidden the first attack roll of any type that I make, then as a target reeling, uh, the target must succeed on a hull save or become slowed, uh, impaired, and unable to take reactions until the end of their next turn. All right. Well, so after you fire that shot, uh, I'll roll the hull save first, just because otherwise. Uh, three. Yeah, let's do that. So a d20 and a d6. What's your save? Uh, my save target is... Hold on. I just got to get rid of these little windows here. Well... 12. All right, so it fails. So what is the status as you put it on? So it's slowed, impaired, and it can't take reactions until the end of its next turn. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm. All right, uh, and then when that happens, uh, all of a sudden, uh, it ends up right here. Oh, as no. literally space warps around it, and it suddenly just reappears right here. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be a manticore, would it? <laughs> no, it's not a manticore. Um... But something's doing some weird paracausal shit. Okay. Okay, well. And Looks it's... like he's got a Horus mech. Yeah. Oh, I, um... I remember last session you, you mentioned that we shouldn't use our core system. Yes, this is the second fight. So if you want to pop those off, pop off. Okay, I am... I'm going to pop off my core system. Tactical Cloak, you are invisible for the rest of the scene. <laughs> Wait, who's invisible? Me. Ah, yes. <laughs> Shadow, Shadow clone no jutsu, his hands. As his hands fucking... Yeah. Every uh, time I, they attack him, it's instead of okay, Shadow Well, clone. that's actually uh, very interesting that this guy has moved closer to me because he now... Uh, that was only a, a skirmish that I took with my rail rifle, but he's now actually in range of uh, my auxiliary weapons. Um, cool. So I could take a second skirmish action to attack with my shock knives. Okay. All right. Roll it. Yep. All right. So I've uh, taken out one of my shock knives and I've thrown it. Um, and I uh, eleven. Uh, eleven does hit his evasion. Yes. Ooh, baby. All right. Well, he takes one energy damage and two burn. Ooh. So three damage total. Yeah. And a burn. Okay. Uh. So. And that's your turn. Uh, that is my turn. Yeah. Alright, so Okay, who wants to go next? Um, uh, hmm. Ooh, ooh! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, oh. So, you basically throw this thing at this guy to try and slow down. Uh, unfortunately, it bully. Unfortunately, he does not really seem to have slowing down in the dictionary. Alright as he is going to use Avalanche Charge. Oh, no. So, uh, he moves eight spaces, ignoring engagement, to end up right next to Flock, and is then going to attack Flock with the Chain Axe. And... Damn fool, you're flanked now. <laughs> you remember Dwayne wasn't really the biggest on uh, tactics. No. And so, D20, but he's impaired, so... Uh, okay, well, first attack automatically misses as he just swings wildly, but unfortunately it does not have any effect. Uh, but he is going to then just take a regular swing uh, at you with the chain axe again. As basically he has turned into kind of a spinning top and is attempting to grind you down. Okay. D20, 15, he's impaired, so a D6 minus. Oops. Does a 
Does a 13 hit? Yes. Uh, okay, so you take seven kinetic damage. Okay. As this thing, as uh, Friday, you actually see uh, this guy has the same chain axe that you do. Huh. Well and then. has just buried it into Flock. <laughs> okay. God damn. Well, that was way faster than I was expecting. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is Hadley's turn. Uh, so it is now your guys' go. Um, Joey, uh, do you want yeah. to take your turn? Yeah, I will go next. Okay, uh, cool. I mean, yeah, if we're all activating core abilities, then might as well uh, activate mine as well. All of your Orochi drones are off to the side in the uh, the void, as it were, if you want to just grab those. <laughs> Uh, wait, in the rules I? void. Oh, over there in the void. Um, all right. So yeah, after taking uh, damage, um, Daphne's just oh, the paint's ruined. Do you know how much this costs? I don't, but I always pay it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and um, activate core system. Activate core system. Boop. Boy. Boy. Deploy and deploy. Alright. So let's put Hunter 1 here. And then Guardian here. Shredder here. And Snare here. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is move. Alright. Uh, so he does get an attack of opportunity against you by using his reaction. Sure. Uh, I'm assuming a zero does not hit. No. Alright. So yeah. Manages to get you once, but not twice. Oh, and I should roll an engineering check for takes a point of damage from the burn. Um, then I'm going to use Electro Pulse. It's a free action. Mm -hmm. So do two energy damage to him, because he's near one of my drones. Okay. And uh, Jonathan, how long did that impairment last for the Rail Rifle? Until the end of his turn or the end of the next turn? End of his turn. Okay, so he is no longer impaired or slowed. Uh, so that was two energy damage? Two energy damage. And All then right. I, and then I'm going to fire the smart gun at him. Four damage. Uh, does the smart gun auto hit? Uh, sorry, 18? Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> sorry, just had to be sure. Mm -hmm. And then I get to do a turret attack. Um, so um, how does the, the turret, is that a free action or is that a reaction? Uh, do turret drone... Turret attack reaction once for each deployed turret drone. Okay. So remember that each. I'm trying to remember what the ruling one this was, but basically the thing about the Hydra is that you can't just stack drones and have them all go off in one turn. If I remember correctly, it's that. No, you I, have... I think you can. It's because you can only normally have one drone at a time. Hmm. Right. I thought it was everything has one reaction. Oh, opposed... that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So every individual thing has its own reaction. So mm -hmm. three kinetic damage to that guy as well. Okay. Um, and then that's my turn. All right. So he's looking... Surprisingly, despite all the damage that you've managed to do to him, he still looks pretty okay. Like, obviously, you can see that you've been pounding him a bit, but, uh, like, you know, this doesn't seem... Because this is an actual frame, or an actual mech, it doesn't seem to have the fragility of the other, uh, things that you fought so far. Yep. Just tell me when his turn starts, because he has to make three checks. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's Flock's turn. Cool. And um, uh, now it's my turn. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, let's... 
let us bring out the lobber. Okay. Uh, one to three characters. So all of a sudden, off to the kind of the, the southern side of the bridge in the green zone, you see this other sort of thing. It seems to almost be this giant receptacle, like a very basic robot body. Maybe it was a, another, like an avalanche or a, an Everest at some point, but it's clearly been pared down. And instead it has this massive sort of bag on the back of it that seems to be loaded with various debris and this gigantic arm that just sort of hangs off of the side. And it, the giant arm reaches into the bag and pulls out what you can clearly see to be is some form of improvised explosive. Just a bunch of C4 in a ball. Less C4 and more like, uh, what if you took like a barrel of gas or uh, rocket fuel and just kind of strapped a bunch of shit to it? Hmm, fun. And it is going to use missile pods, though less huh. missiles for that. And that is going to target uh, Friday. Oh boy. Uh, Bloody Lady and Geiger, but it's got a 50-50 chance to miss on that, so let's see. So, uh, first attack against Bloody Lady. Uh, I'm assuming that an 8 does not hit. Uh, for me against which stat? Uh, Bloody Lady. Sorry, this was uh, Bloody Lady's attack. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't. Alright, no. um, you still take two explosive damage from Reliable, as it basically, like, you managed to dodge the main hit, but, uh, all that shrapnel and uh, various other explosive bits that it attached on as sort of like an after blow up are no joke. So take uh, two damage, two explosive damage. Friday. Okay. Does uh, 11 hit your ev uh, pass your evasion? My evasion is an eight, so yes, it does. All right. So you take uh, four explosive damage. Oh boy. Okay. And you are knocked back one, but I believe you have a thing against this, yes? Because it's only um, size really? one. Uh, you can't be knocked prone, pulled, or knocked back by smaller characters, regardless of what system or weapon causes the effect. Oh, cool. So I'm good then. Yes. So you still take the damage, but you do avoid getting pushed. Noted. Okay, thank you. Okay, and for Geiger, you're invisible, so we get to do the invisibility roll first. Yep. Uh, so D100... I'm going to say lows are um, hits and highs are failures, so sure. you, you miss this one, uh, but you still take two reliable damage from the, you know, shrapnel, effectively. Ouch. You take two explosive damage. Okay. And that is the lobber's turn. So, uh, Friday, it is your go. Fun. All right. So, everyone, what... I'm wondering is, uh, Joey, would you... Yeah, you've gotten out of the way. You guys think I should pull back and engage uh, this mech here that's just been dashing past our front lines? If I do uh, that, it may... Uh, he's surrounded by, like, three different uh, drones, and so he's going to be pretty fucked up. So you might want to wait yeah. until his turn. So uh, I would say probably wait until the swarm, and I can probably take care of him. Okay. Um, alright. So, what do you think, guys? Should I... Like, if I break where I am right now and go ahead, I'm concerned that I may be overrun or surrounded? Mm -hmm. uh, you might also incur an attack of opportunity. From... Exactly. From what? Um, 
from from that guy. It, is it passing adjacent spaces, or do you have to pass through a space? I believe it is. Let me just double check. I have this note written down because I knew it was going to come up. Ooh. A hostile character starts any movement inside weapons threat. Right. Yeah. Is the chain axe two spaces? It's one. I'll okay. just give you that because you have the chain. It's the same chain axe as the um, the uh, the Blackbeard. It's just you know enemy scaled, so it has fixed damage. Uh. So I'd and... say that as a user of it, you know that implicitly. So it will be able to hit you effectively. Good, good. What I'm wondering is, is there anything in the rules about delaying my action, like in D&D, so that I can... Or you just choose to not go, and then someone else goes instead of you, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean... you can You can just pass the initiative, and you can... Uh, I don't know what the exact ruling on it is. Let me see. Uh, structure play, combat basics... Measurement size, turn based combat, starting combat, turns and rounds. Just on PC, whenever character talents. All characters on one side have acted, the remaining characters take their turns in order decided either by the GM or the players as relevance. Uh, I don't see anything about delaying an action, unfortunately. Let's see. Action. The other thing that you could always do, Chris, is that you could move out of the, uh, the ice out drone to use tech attacks. Such as bolster, or uh, you could even just tech attack the uh, the swarms. You also bolster you know? yourself, I think, right? You would have yes, I think you can. Uh, you you would have to move out of the uh, the ice out drone to do mm. it. You know what? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna move over here, and I'd like to try and use lock on on swarm number three. Okay. Uh, so roll a. Choose a character within sensors and line of sight. Oh, they just gain the lock-on condition. Dito. Mm. Uh, yeah, but you also, uh, if you're doing a full tech action, you can also just bolster yourself, I believe. Okay, I'll do that as well. All right. Uh, so you get a plus two accuracy on the next skill check or save that you make between now and the end of your next turn. Uh, uh, oh no! It specifies that uh, that you have to target another character system. Ah. Well, you could add. Uh, you could grant that to someone else. Okay. Choose a character. It doesn't say... It only says choose a character within sensors. It doesn't say that it can't be yourself. Uh, when you bolster, you use your max formidable processing power to enhance another character's system. I see. Uh, okay. Um, who do you got... Who would like this? Who do you think it would be best on? Um, someone who makes attacks. Because, Jonathan, probably. Yeah, Jonathan. Okay. Jonathan, it's all you. All right, Jonathan, gain a plus two accuracy on your next check or save. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Okay, so uh, with that, that is the... Uh, and I believe you can actually move back into the Ice Out Drone's range uh, because you can split and move an action in this game. I'll do that. All right, so that is Friday. So... Friday steps out, does the computer thing, steps back in. <laughs> <laughs> hop out, hop in, hop out, hop in. Um, I like to think that I remain, you know, I just go forward a couple spaces, just silently, you know, make these tech attacks and stuff, move back into place. Despite the oncoming horde, my robot just looks so taciturn and badass. But what you guys don't know is that inside the cockpit, I'm hyperventilating into a brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, Harry, that reliable damage, is that reduced by armor? Uh, yes, it is. It is just uh, damage that always happens, even on a miss. Okay. But it is still affected by things like resistance or armor. Okay. All right. And yeah, that'll be it for me. Okay. Uh, 
let me just see something here. Uh, okay, yeah. So nothing really major is going to happen yet. I'm going to say that that's already gone. Oh, goody! It's time for the spitter. So over here, so just for flame of reference, since I didn't uh, probably do it, uh, this guy up top is the, uh, basically the NHP server monstrosity. The, the thing that looks like the little bug? Yes. Okay. Uh, the lobber is, I can't seem to, uh, look at that. The lobber is the, the pitching machine that is down here, now on the south side of the bridge. Mm -hmm. and uh, everything else has yet to gone. And then this little guy, the one that looks like it's kind of just dirt, is uh, going to make its turn. I don't like that. I don't like that it's dirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it looks like dirt on here, but what you guys are actually seeing is this almost kind of mass swarm of, you think it's probably like tiny, like nano machines almost? Maybe it seems to be surrounding a sort of core that seems to be glowing just red hot. All right, uh, let's see. So this guy is going to move one, two, three. Oh. Where is it? Oh, five. Good. Two, three, four, five. Oh, yes, just enough. Um, don't like it. Yeah, you're really not going to like this. Let's see. Chris, what is your... Uh, John, does the, the Ice Out drone do anything to weapons with a smart tag? No, it just um, gains immunity to all tech actions. Okay. Uh, Chris, what's your E-defense? Um, pr I'm pretty sure it's not good. Let me just... Uh, my E-defense is six. Okay. Uh, take three burn. Ooh! Ooh. We don't like that. As literally some of these swarms of this swarm around it sort of flies through the core and then flies into you, just pelting your robot with, like, red hot, effectively, paste. Oh, okay. Um, dude, check. Is this filling up my heat cap or is this just a type of damage? Uh, no. So burn is on the top right of the sheet. Mm -hmm. Like, right under your pilot name. So, for reference, burn. Uh, immediately when you get it, you take three armor-piercing damage. Okay. And at the end of your next uh, turn, you make an engineering check. If you succeed, uh -huh. you clear the burn. If you failure, you take the burn damage again. Okay, thank you. It bad. Yes. Oh, and uh, one other thing. Burn stacks all the time. Fun. Okay. So that okay. thing has to die. <laughs> yep. Probably well, has damage. It probably has a shit ton of armor because it's a bunch of bugs. Yeah. But I'm magnets. You could always scan it and find out. Okay. So, and for <laughs> its quick action, it is going to deploy the Razor Swarms! Now, where's a good place to put that? I like that. that. Blast one Razor Swarm in a free area within sensors. And then sensors. Sensors is 10, so. Mm. Oh. Oh, Chris, I'm very sorry. Uh -oh. Um, what happens now, hey, hey, Harry? If I may make a suggestion, mm. that 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 isn't just piling on Chris. Ah, yes, yeah. fair. Ten. So let's put. Okay, and just to double check. Uh, all right. So, uh, new things. This guy, the Dwayne, otherwise known as the Call Sign Runner, 
Uh, he now has soft cover, and hostile characters that start their turn at least partially within the area or move into it take two burn. The Razor Swarms, uh, I will say, uh, for Flock, uh, you realize that, wait a minute, these things are using the same protocols as drones. Yeah. Question, was that a tech action that that deployed that there? Uh, It is not a tech action. It is just a thing. All right. That it do. All right. And that is the Spitter's turn. I should say the Swarmer's turn. How does burn work on... Uh, deployables. I don't have I, a section uh, with that allows me to apply burn to my turret. I believe it just works as straight damage in that case. Okay. Since that would be the, the easiest way, unless you want to keep track of the individual burn on uh, each. Oh yeah, they would t- still take burn because they have your uh, save ability. It's weird you can't mark burn on them though. There's only so much that CompCon yeah. can do. Alright, uh, so this big guy in the bottom right corner of the green zone. Uh, this, you realize, is actually just straight up one of the, the grav loaders. Like, it's it's basically the futuristic equivalent of, uh, like a Mack truck, almost. Hmm. And so it is just going to drive. Uh, let's say, oot, so... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then it is going to boost... One, two, three, four, five, six. And can it do anything? Yes, it can. It is going to... um, And yeah, it is going to attempt to make an attack on Tiger. So, rolling them D100s. That is a miss. All right. As it levels basically a... What you can only describe as a... Like, it looks kind of like they just put a bunch of spikes on it and it launches a couple of them out at you, but it can't seem to manage to get a beat on you. And that's the that guy's turn. Uh, the lifter, which now stepping out of the shadows you see, is basically very similar to the other, uh, that big beast of burden that you guys fought before. But this one is much smaller, and it looks like the grav device that it's using is much more precise almost and it is gonna Uh. move one two three and then it is going to climb up three spaces up the wall i said three there we go and then uh it is going to then move one two three four five six so again, for reference, uh, this guy at the bottom that just entered the yellow zone on the southern side of the bridge, uh, he is actually up on the wall. Uh, I think you guys should be able to see a little blue indicator indicating the height. Uh... Yeah. All right. So yes, that's just a way of keeping track of where they are vertically in the scene. And that's their turn. Discord, please. There we go. And now the swarms are going to go. They're going to move uh, four. So... One, two, three, four. They're going to boost. Oh boy. So, one, two, three, four. And then they Wait, they can move away. over the cover? Uh, yes. Instead of tracking the squads, other characters can move freely through the squad and as they occupy the squad. And as long as the squad occupies at least two free spaces, it can end its turn overlapping obstructions, cover, or other characters. God damn. Okay. That is the advantage of being very small. And then they are going to take a... And then number three is going to take a swing at Bloody Lady. 
Uh, does a uh, uh, 15 hit? Yep. Uh, is that kinetic damage, though? Yes. Alright, I'm going to use a kinetic parry. Ooh. Oh. Or a mag parry, sorry. So. Uh, yeah, that misses. Alright, uh, so take two kinetic damage. Even on a miss? Uh, oh, it mi- oh, you, sorry, you meant as if you parried it, yes. Uh, sorry, so yeah, uh, nothing happens. As you literally just hold them back like fools, you're made of metal, you can't touch me. <laughs> uh, alright, and that is its turn, and squad number four is gonna be one, two, three, four, and then it's gonna boost again. One, two, three, four. And they are going to attempt to take a swipe at Geiger. That is a hit. Uh, or that's at least it passes the invisibility. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, does an eight hit your evasion? Uh, uh, no, it does not. Question. Yes. Since I'm behind... Oh, sorry, this is a, a melee attack. Yes. Never mind. Okay. I was going to ask if um, being uh, behind or adjacent to cover gave me plus one difficulty. But yeah, uh, that doesn't matter. Okay. Yep. All right. But that's the end of their turn. And finally... It's the moment you've all been waiting for, the big one. So they uh, are going to move forward. Two, one, two. And finally coming into view, Bloody Lady, you actually see that this was someone from your old unit, or at least one of their frames. Uh, Annie Chastain, otherwise known as Battleaxe, as strides into view with big booming footsteps, carrying a gigantic hammer that you know was used for uh, destruction of potential enemy structures. Uh, so it's big and it hurts like hell. Mm. Uh, it's gonna also boost. One, two. And uh, then it's going to, uh, then it's going to pass its turn and then take its second turn where it is just going to move another four spaces. Three, four. And then it will pass the turn, and that is the beginning of a new round. So, your guys' go. Um, wow, okay. So, I have a thing where I could basically throw that uh, that runner off the bridge. Do it. Do it. By all means. Oh, yeah, the boost pad, huh? Oh, no, I have another thing I, that I can do. Uh, <laughs> he, John has two separate things for throwing things off of bridges. Excellent, excellent. Legit. Yeah, alright, so I'm going to activate my Ferris Slash um, as a quick attack action. Okay. Uh, so, um, uh, you need to sit, you can make an agility save to not be moved. Oh, it had to be agility, damn it. Oh, wait, agility's actually for this one's not too bad. Let's see. Huh! Does a 7 pass? No. Fuck. What I happens? Move it, I move it five spaces in any direction I want. One, two, oh, no. three, four, five. Am I able to say, as DM, that anything going over the side is allowed to make an agility save to try and stop itself? No. It, uh... I disagree. This <laughs> was not part of the rules. This would also apply to you guys, keep in mind. Okay. <laughs> A save against what, though? What's the target? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, let's say... If you are knocked over by it, since it would have to be if you're knocked over by somebody else, whatever their save target is. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, sure. so, John, what's your save target? It's 13. Oh, 14. So it barely manages to stop falling off, but I will say that it is prone, since you can't get away with nothing. Uh, 
Hey, Joey, do, do any of your drones uh, trigger by someone moving near, near them? No. They only trigger at the beginning of his turn. Oh, okay. But they will trigger for the swarm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, you have managed to almost shove him off the bridge. He manages to dig the chain axe into the ground and it revs like mad to stop him from going over. He isn't, like, he's basically on the precipice. If somebody could give him a shove, he would get knocked over pretty quick. But he is, like, prone, if that for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, then I'm going to skirmish with my mag cannon uh, against the swarm. All right. Just to, to deal with that. Uh, 16 a hit. 16 hits. How much damage are you doing? Um, four, uh, but that's for every space in a straight line. Oh! Because <laughs> it's a line. A yeah. Oh, um, because the squad, because the the squad thing technically counts as one thing. Mm, you you told me uh, during the last encounter that that line line attacks. Were oh like yes, especially effective. Yes, the line attacks it bypasses their resistance. So yes, they do take the full damage. Mm-hmm. So you manage to blast them again, uh, and um, yeah, they're they're looking pretty braggart. There's only like a couple stragglers left. One solid push, and these things are going down. Okay. Um, uh, the, um, uh, next question, uh, they need to make a hole save or be pulled three, uh, 1d3 plus one spaces closer to me. All right. Uh, I'm assuming a seven or 19 beats, uh, your save. Yes, it does. All right. So they are not pulled. All right. Uh, does three hit them? Uh, three does not hit. All right. Uh, okay. All right. And is that your turn? Um. Yeah, I don't want to take any attack. All so. right. So that is bloody late. Hmm. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, all right. So it's the supercomputer's turn again. So all of a sudden, you once again hear that warning: paracausal event detected. And all of a sudden. The really big one is suddenly much, much closer. Hmm. One, two, three, er, one, two, three, four, five. It's all the way over here. Uh-oh. And still thin hmm. sensors. Good. And as a second action... Uh, so you suddenly see the little thing. It doesn't actually... Actually, I should probably retcon something. It doesn't have spider legs. But all of a sudden, it just teleports uh, five spaces over to about here. As literally the server rack with NHP kind of vibrates a little, and then all of a sudden it's now over there. Of course it is. <laughs> and it is going to make a tech attack against... Oh, it's going to make a tech attack against Flock. And it gains an accuracy on this. Uh, does a 16 beat your E-defense? Yes. All right. Uh, so take two heat and all attacks that they make until the end of their next turn treat their targets as having soft cover. Okay. And that is the supercomputer's turn. And it is back to you guys. Okay. Well, I should go before Chris so he doesn't get burned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I guess I'll go first. Um, so, this guy has still hasn't gone yet, right? Yes. And these guys haven't gone yet? Uh, correct. Okay. Cool. Okay. 
turn. Okay. Remain number of drones within sensors, including those belonging to other characters, up to four spaces in any direction. So, one, two, three, four. Sit over here, in the middle of your friends. Uh, one, two, three, four. So now he can't move from the spot. Ooh. Uh, right. Josh, do you want me? Do you want me to move your drone? Uh, can you move my drone? Uh, yeah, I can move your ice drone. I can move uh, all of the drones that are in my sensor range. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, yes. Why don't, why don't I move it so that it encompasses you as well? Yeah, sure. Sounds can good. You give me control over John's drone, please. Or just oh. John, John, oh, move, it. Just yeah. move it, move it wherever you want it to be. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like within here. Four, yeah, sure. Within four spaces. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. Get the flock done. Um. I think I want to attack. Oh, actually, never mind. I'll just, yeah, I'll use crack shot. So I'll steady my aim. All right. Um. And then I gain accuracy on all my attacks or all my rifle attacks. So I'll shoot at. Uh, what's what range is this gun? Smart gun is 15. I'll, I'll shoot at this one. All right. Uh, battle axe. Skirmish. My attack roll is. A 23, so it's a crit, but it Holy matter. shit! Woo! Uh, again, it doesn't matter, because it always does 4 damage. So, yeah. 4 damage, and then 3 kinetic damage. Uh, sorry, it's 4, then the 3 kinetic damage, is that from something else? From the turret. Okay. Um... Boy, gas... Uh... Can't move the steady shot. Uh, you know, I'll just put my gas gun. Can I have another drone, please? So many drones. Yeah, I need one so I can shoot the guys out there in the distance, so. And this one will have a green tint. Oh, wait, no, there's already one with a green tint. God damn it! Just, you just name, as long as you name it Gast, I'll know which one it is. Hmm. Right. And there we go. Gast. Nameplate. There we go. Sense range is 10. 10. Boom. All right. Uh, and I think that's it. All right. So that was deploying the drone. Is oh no, it's a free action to deploy it. Ah uh, shit. Uh, okay. I guess I'll bolster. Quick tech. Uh, I'll bolster character system. Okay. And I'm done. All right. Uh, who did you bolster? Uh, I will bolster Chris. Thank you. Okay. So that is flock done. And now it is my turn again. Just remind me who's going, so I can yes. tell you which, which which save to make. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's let's have uh, runner go first. So, uh, rolling against the the snare drone. Yes. So What's the the save? Agility. Agility. Is he also prone? Uh, yes. So I think he. Uh, I think that only you only get advan uh, accuracy on attacks. Oh, okay. On checks. Uh, either way, he rolled a three, so I'm assuming he's immobilized. It yep. cannot move. Yep. Okay. Yep. So the, the drone just like attaches to its back and then it's like just stop working. <laughs> <laughs> this is just very much uh, extremely. Now, now, stay in frame. <laughs> <laughs> also, the camera on the drone starts going off. Taking <laughs> <laughs> photos. Of course. Truly, this aggression. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it is going to. Uh, well, technically could use that as well. All right, so it is going to uh, try and kill the drone through first its chain axe. 
Uh, I'm assuming a five does not hit the drone. A five it hits the drone. It does? Yes. All Don't your Orochis use uh, your evasion stat? Nope. But they have a shit ton of health, so. No. Yeah. Because base drones have ten evasion. Yep. He's only a five. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, it does seven kinetic damage to that drone. Uh, it's there. You have almost depleted half of its life. Ooh. All right. And then it is going to attempt to use its harpoon cannon. Yeah, I think it mobilizes all voluntary movements. That wouldn't work. Yep. Uh, and so an 11 hits. It does two kinetic damage to the snare drone. Okay. As it attempts to try and hack at it, and then while it's doing that, also fires like a harpoon into it that was mounted into its wrist. Ugh! Don't you know those are diamond-encrusted drones? Why diamond. would you? Why would you put diamonds on your drones? Well, for style and also durability. Uh, you, you, you can't respond to Chris. Oh yes. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I'm just saying this out loud, but. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of things to say about your character, and you have no idea. <laughs> Are you saying there's something wrong with my opulent amount of wealth? Is there... Do you think... Do you think that this is wise? I'll pay you to say yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, right. That's yep. the Berserker drone, so back to you guys. Or that's the Berserker, so back to you guys. So I think Chris is up now? Uh, yeah. Chris or uh, Geiger? Or me. I'm in a bit of, bit of a rough spot here. I could come down and help you out if you like. Um, yes. I think, well, I think if I could go, I can get myself out of this situation and then uh, basically, like, I don't know. I, I think, think you have enough speed that you could actually just try ramming the, um, the the Berserker off. I will say, again, I will remind you, immobilize is voluntary movement. Involuntary movement is unaffected. Mm-hmm. And I will say that unless you recover, since he was immobilized and thus couldn't uh, recover from the prone thing, any attack that knocks him off will do the trick. Uh, um, I actually had another idea. There's um, an, a unit in this swarm, right? Right near the bottom? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Basically the truck. Yes. Okay. Um, I think if I can go, I can maneuver myself into a position where I can hit this uh, burn drone, the swarm, and that thing with my line attack. If that's all right, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, so this turn is a little complicated. I'm going to start with a boost. Okay. Uh, in order to move. Uh, Let me just double check the threat range on threat range two. You are... Oh, nope. All right, you are safe from the, the rammer from shooting at you, but the, uh, the swarm does get a swipe at you. Okay. Uh, D100. Uh, that will do it. That's a 24, so that passes the invisibility. Ouch. Does a 17 hit? It sure does. Alright, take two kinetic damage as they basically take a... As the thronging masses just kind of claw around everywhere, and they manage to catch you even though you're trying to, like, dodge and weave through them. Wait, don't you have Skirmisher 3? Uh, I have Skirmisher 2. Ah, Yes. Uh, you miss you miss lightning reflexes. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Okay. So let's see the boost action. On... Thirteen still hits, right? For me. I realized yeah. from skirmisher one, you gained soft cover. Oh, um, that's a good point. Uh, so it's plus one difficulty. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my evasion is twelve. Okay. Yeah. So that still hits. Yes. 
Um, okay. I don't see a, an action for boosting on Con. Oh no, I do see it. There it is. Um, actually, hold on. Maybe I've misunderstood the action economy here. Uh, I don't think I actually needed to boost. I think I can just do a regular move. Yes, I was yeah. wondering about that. Unless boost okay, okay. did give you something extra. Yeah, yeah. I thought a boost was you would just get free movement that didn't take up a, a quick action. Um, but it does not... Oh, well. Um, so I'm going to move... Okay. And then uh, I'm going to fire my uh, rail rifle as a skirmish action. Mm-hmm. All just right. going for the, uh, the burn drone, the swarm, and the um, the the rammer. Yes, yeah, in that in that line passes through all of them. Okay. Uh, okay, and the roll is a <clears throat> seventeen. All right. Uh, so that will so choose which is your primary target, and that one will take full damage, and then the other two will take uh, okay. half bonus damage, which is that plus whatever after your uh, roll. So I believe for your rail rifle, that is... Oh, it's just a one. Okay, so they, they take one damage because they I see, round I see. Up. Okay, so which one of these am I most worried about? Um, well, they all take the same damage, so you may as well just roll and we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. Great. Um, all right, so uh, 17 uh, hits all of them? Uh, yes. Great. All right. That's four damage. Okay, so takes four... Common infected takes four, and the drone also takes four. Which, all right, yeah. So, uh, swarm still looking pretty hot. The rammer, the the truck still looking pretty hot. Uh, that drone is gonna crumble like a strong breeze could knock it over. Okay, great. Um, and then, using my final action, I'm going to hide uh, ah. because because I'm invisible, I can hide uh, anytime I want. Um, hidden targets cannot be identified and cannot be targeted directly by attacks or hostile actions, but they can still be hit by area of effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, where'd he go? Yeah, essentially. Alright. Um, is that your turn? That is my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I skirmished okay. and I, I hid and I moved, so that's it. Okay, so, uh, let's see here. Um, oh, dang. Rammer's actually in a bit of a pickle here. Every space that he he does two damage to the swarm. Uh-huh. Uh, he did not think this through. Um, I mean, to be fair, I think he was there and then the swarm came to him. Yeah, kind of a problem, Matt. Let's see. Once he get to Friday, he has to move one, two, three, which I think would just outright kill that swarm. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's actually very funny. So yeah, uh, basically the, the truck kind of doesn't about face, doesn't see where Geiger is. Uh, but does see Friday as the next nearest target, and the swarm is just sort of in front of it, and it just blasts through the damn thing, uh, killing it completely. So congratulations, guys. You have managed to find Doom-style infighting in the enemies. He goes down, um, but he is going to use... uh, Yeah, so he moves... Yeah, you know what? Let's do Impale. So uh, the rammer is going to move... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. As basically it swings about, sort of locks eyes with you, Chris, and then with the sound of its sort of grab engines revving up, it just drives straight towards you. Oh boy. And hits you. Um, so you take two kinetic damage because it moved into. Uh, oops, sorry. Oh no, can I not grab it anymore? Damn it. Let's put you to 
back. There we go. Alright, uh, as it takes two kinetic damage, as it basically manages to... Uh, oh, but it can't stop. Damn it. Can't go any further. So it actually stops here. Uh, but I'm going to need you to make a hull save at plus one difficulty. Okay, so I roll a d20 for that? Uh, yes. Cool. And what do I add to this? Uh, your hull rating, which should be at the top of the page. Yeah, again, I'm looking at this sheet. Oh, wait, here we go. Okay, that's a three. Plus okay. 11, uh, so that is 14 total. Uh, sorry, difficulty, not accuracy. So, um, so the 11 was the, so the 14 is your d20 roll? Yes. So roll a d6 and then subtract that value from your roll. Okay. That's a six, so that means it's an eight total. All right. Uh, unfortunately, it's save is 12. Uh, so you are grappled by the cataphract. Okay. As it literally drives into you and proceeds to just sort of lock its fender with you. I mean, huh. sure, it can do that, but it probably attached itself to the wrong mech. Um, I'm really good at grappling combat. <laughs> well, I never said that these uh, these things were smart. Nope. Let me just double check what uh, grappling does. Oh, that's under actions. So for while you are grappled, uh, so both characters are engaged. Uh, neither character can boost or take reactions for the duration. Uh, the smaller character is immobilized and becomes, but moves when the larger party moves, which uh, it's a size one. So actually, Chris, you have control <laughs> over the grapple. <laughs> It, like, jumped on you like a fucking koala, and you can just walk around, so because it's just a little backpack. Yes, uh. so uh, you can end the grapple by breaking adjacency. Uh, the attacker chooses to end the grapple as a free action, or the defender breaks free by succeeding on a contested hull check. But really, uh, other than you being engaged, this does literally nothing to you. As this vehicle that, massive to any of the other frames in the combat, just kind of runs up against your shins. It's just on your- it's like you stepped on something, you're just like- Yeah. Your neck, like, realize its foot and starts, like, shaking. Yeah, I just look down and I just give a jerk with my ankle as if something's stuck on my shoe. It's still stuck on you, but yeah, it's- it's yeah. not keeping you around. Okay, well- Alright, well, your turn now, so what are you gonna do? Okay, well, um... If it's grappling me, then it's not going anywhere. Um, so... On the contrary, it goes wherever you go. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, hey, question. If you jump into that magnetic field plate, can I launch it away from him? Um... What's the text on the magnetic field plate? Yeah, read out the text for me, John. <clears throat> Hostile characters that move into the, the PCP must succeed on a whole save or be pushed three spaces in the direction of your choice. You know what? I'll say yeah. You can spend one movement, Chris, to shift it to the side and put it on the plate, and then we'll roll the results. Alternative. Um, well, what 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 are, is your plan for this turn? I guess is the question. I mean, my plan was to go to. Is it possible for me to move to swarm three, or is is everybody kind of in the way right now? Everyone's uh, in the way, but I think you honestly want to go to the big mech instead. This one over here. Yeah, this one. I think you. Yeah, considering they're your both melee fighters. Mm. Considering okay. no one else wants to fight that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, I did well, a little bit of damage, but... Alright, so I just look over, see it, and I just begin walking. So I'm gonna <laughs> uh, move... Chris, if yeah. you jump on the plate, it, you can get three spaces of free movement. 
I'm gonna do exactly that. All right, so you jump. I'll just move the um, the the rammer with you. So feel free to place yourself where you'd like. Cool. Right here. Okay. He comes with you. <laughs> As like Girl. a pet trying to follow its owner. Just what, was constantly it over? Eating. Was it over top of the the, the command point at any point during that movement? Probably yes. So I'll roll the hull save. Uh, hull save is nat one. All right. Ooh boy. Uh, let's see. So, from from here. Uh, yeah. Let's say from uh here, basically. Okay. From here. All right. I'm gonna slam it directly into that barricade. Boosh. Good stuff. Okay. And does it take any damage from that, John? Uh, no. But it does go prone. All right. It's prone. As okay. You knock it about. All right. So, uh, Chris, back to you. What are you doing? If it's prone, do I get any sort of bonus on attacks against it? You get plus one accuracy. So when you roll a d20 to attack it, you roll a d6 and you add that number to it. Yeah, uh, if you're using the the um, uh, the skirmish thing, uh, you can actually just... There's a little area where it says accuracy, and you can just plus that to... Uh, and it'll automatically add that to your roll calculation. Okay, well, I mean, I'm just going to use the dice roller on roll 20 just for okay. uh, transparency. Um... I'm just thinking, I already have the duelist feature where I gain accuracy on the first melee attack I make. So multiple accuracies is you roll multiple d6 and take the highest. Right. What I'm wondering is, do you guys think I should attack uh, the larger robot first, then the prone one so I have accuracy on both attacks? Yeah, you probably should. Don't don't you get a backswing, like a free hit or something? Uh, Let me just check the backswing. Yes. Uh, Within threat, within line of sight, half damage if successful. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm going to go against the big one here. Okay. All right, and that is a 14 total. Uh, don't forget to add plus two for your grit. Okay, thank you. That is 16 then. All right, uh, that does hit. Cool. Uh, so is this your, your heavy weapon, right? It's my heavy. Okay, uh, so the uh, battle axe is going to use its reaction to dig in. Okay. Uh, it gains resistance to all damage from the attack, but becomes slowed until the end of its next turn. Cool. That is going to be 10 damage total uh, b- before resistance. Yeah. Wait, so... did, did, did we include the bolster I gave him? Uh, I don't think we did, but I don't think it matters because no matter what he rolls, it doesn't end up being a crit and he already hit. Oh, okay. okay. All right, so that is your first attack. Then um, I'm going to make, let's see. Yeah, the 16 is applied to the guy behind me, and 10 halved, uh, so the prone guy on the ground takes 5 points of damage. Okay, uh, 5 points to the Rema. Then I take out my chain axe, and I'm going to make an attack against the prone one. Prone one. Okay, roll off. At 1, plus 3, that is... Do I include uh, the grit for this as well? Yes. <laughs> so that is 6 total. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, that uh, manages to miss. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I believe that's the end of your turn, yes? Because you it, yeah. moves and then skirmish twice. So yeah, I will say correct. that uh, as you're, like, fighting the prone... Uh, oh, sorry. I, I, uh, Chris, I, doesn't your attack have uh, have reliable on it? Oh, um, just a sec. Uh, if you, I think you can click on the the weapon. Oh right. Um, uh, the nano carbon sword has um, uh, yes. reliable, not the chain uh, axe. Right. Are so, you sure the chain axe doesn't also have reliable? I'm looking at it. Right. Oh, it does have reliable too. Never mind. 
So it still does two damage. Okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. So that's still two damage against the prone guy. Yep. Uh, I will say, uh, it does feel a little like as you're like laying into this thing, it yeah. does kind of feel weird. Like it's somehow able to not exactly harden against your attacks, but it manages to shift itself in just a way that it manages to like you still manage to get chunks into it, but it does seem like if you like it's much harder to get like a good clean hit on him than uh, the big guy, uh, the big uh, robot. And uh, but now it's the big robot's turn, and it's going to use the demolition hammer. Does a 16 hit your evasion, Chris? Uh, yes, it does. Take 10 explosive armor-piercing damage. Holy fuck! As this thing hefts a gigantic hammer up, slams it into you, and then the hammer explodes. Uh, you could brace. Can I? Yeah. Bracing will reduce the, uh... Wait, we'll give you resistance, but if it's armor-piercing, does that matter? No, uh, resistance yes. and armor is different. Okay. Yes, it is applied so... uh, armor first, then resistance, then whatever to HP. You'll lose your next turn, but you'll take 5 damage instead of 10. Can you? How much damage can you take? Uh, If I take all of this damage, I'll have a single hit point left. That's actually fine. That's good. Because remember, whenever you, whenever you hit 0, you get all of your life back after your structure roll. So, you have 4 structure, so it's probably better to take it now than lose the turn. Yeah, and you can still take one quick action on your next turn. You don't lose it entirely. Oh, by the way, make a hull save. Of course. What do I roll for this Probably here? Probably hull saver your right, shredded, right. I so, assume, right? Uh, so roll a d20 and then yep. add your hull systems rating. Which yeah, is right. Plus, Plus, Plus your crit. Now I remember, okay. I'm surprised you can't click on the number and then it just does a save for you. Was that well, a natural? that's in that one. Chris, you are stunned until the end of their next turn. Now. Of course I am. So I and all right. now... So I, so, I, oh. so I guess from now on, then... You, if you do get hit by that thing, it's probably worth it to brace because then you, then you get stunned. If you get stunned, if you're playing, think you'll get stunned, right? Because then it doesn't matter because you'll lose your turn anyway. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, however, there is one small wrinkle to this uh, uh -huh. because the big one is uh, an elite. It takes two separate turns each round. Mm -hmm. What? Yep. Yep. We we already saw it take two turns. Yeah, but it just all it did was move. Mm -hmm. So what happens now? <laughs> that hammer's coming back up. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Unless there's something else that it can do that might be more. No, unfortunately, you are the only target in front of it. I mean, the good news is the stun wears off right away because this is the end of its next turn. Yeah. yeah but you'll get to roll again. Yeah. And me. I'm just... it missed. <laughs> oh. Well, for the last 30 seconds there, uh, Hello Darkness, my old friend, was playing on my head and repeat. Yeah. So... I, I forget, does damage roll over into the next uh, HP pool? I for... believe it does. Okay, so then it might have made sense to brace on the next, on this one. But yes, barely, did. like it rears up to hammer again. And even though your mech is basically trying to reorient itself from taking what was effectively an entire brace of reactive armor to the face, you somehow manage in that sort of Jason Lake luck way, manage to dodge the next swing. Jason, known oh. for his amazing dexterity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, we, we, we know what happens. You hit Jason with something that should kill him, and it just doesn't. 
true. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you engage the like stiff of the board uh protocol and it actually yep. predictively swung where it thought you were gonna move to and it just <laughs> and you just were standing still so it missed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I am panicking inside my cockpit just <laughs> But all you guys can see is like this half wrecked mech that it just has like huge crippling dents in the armor and just completely non-reactive. Well technically you're not that damaged yet because structure implies that that you could take four serious hits before you're like fully blown up. Yeah. Okay. But it's 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 not a pretty sight. The you're yeah, you scratched to hell. Yeah, your windshield is, is your the, the equivalent of your windshield is very cracked now probably. Yeah. But you can still drive the car. All right. Okay. So, uh with that, that is the oh, battle I forgot, axe. I've one armor. Uh I'm going to say uh, swarm. Let's go with swarm three's uh, move. Uh, are... Wait, 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 wait! It oh. started its turn. Yep. Uh, Under drone. Have to make a system save. Nat one. All right. It has a lock on. All right. It is locked on to. Hmm. And uh, let's just use that. Uh, and it is going to move one, two, three to here. And it is going to take a swipe at Flock. So it is, uh, and is this actually a melee attack or is it a ranged attack? It is a melee attack. Okay. Uh, does a 10 beat your evasion? Yes. All right. So take two kinetic damage. Okay. I will take one. And I don't think, yeah, no, it does not have more than its HP. So that is its turn. Okay. And so... now it is time for the lobber to go again. Lobber is going to move forward one, two, three, one, two, three. It is going to boost to move one, two, three. And then it is once again going to just start flinging stuff. Um, this time at, uh, is it blast one? Uh, no, it is not blast one. Um, oh, damn it, it already boosted. I'm going to say it's going to try and, uh, oh, actually, you know what? No, it's going to use its javelin rockets. So... Set these to red and put them on the map layer. So, uh, chooses three free space within range 20 and are not adjacent to each other. So, it's going to try and put one here, not adjacent to each other, here and here. So, what you will see is that the, it reaches into its gigantic bag. And it kind of throws what looks like if you took the combination of one of the Orochi drones and you just wrapped a bunch of explosives to it. And they all kind of fly up into the air and then lock on to the three spaces in the red zone there. Right. Uh, if anybody moves into those spaces, uh, they are hit by a rocket that takes uh, five kinetic damage. I, I'm sorry, did you say anybody? All characters know which bases have been chosen. The remaining fires will The next time a, a hostile character oh, no, starts no. a turn in or passes above one of the chosen spaces, uh, they are hit by a rocket taking five kinetic damage. Lame. All right, and that's the lobber turn. And uh, is oh, oops, control Z. And let's see. Um, can it do that? squares. Yes, it can. All right. So now the lifter is going to go and it is going to fire its gravity rifle at Flock. Cool. 
Uh, does a 13 hit your evasion? Uh, uh, you're gonna have to re-roll that, or actually, you have to roll with one plus one difficulty because I'm beside my guardian drone. All right. Uh, so that is now a eight. No, that misses. All right. So it tries to get a bead on you with that weird gravity rifle, uh, but it just the the guardian drone manages. The guardian drone, using technology, redirects the gravity. I don't even notice. I'm <laughs> like my I, I'm I'm too focused on on taking photos. The, the drone does the work for me. Yes. So. And um, uh, now it is time for the um the nano machine cloud to go. And I'm just token. Uh, it is going to first use its nope recharge. It does recharge razor swarms. So it is going to, um, yeah. All right. So it's first thing it's going to do is that it's going to attempt to use its hunter killer nexus on. So within eight spaces, just enough. It is going to attempt to use its hunter killer nexus on uh, bloody lady. Uh, uh no, never mind. That's not an. It doesn't. That's not a uh, hack attempt. Uh, Great. does a seven be your e defense, John? Uh, no. All right. Uh, so, and then it is going to, again, you're not in the ice out. You are in the ice out drone, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's still going to spit another swarm right over. Eh, yeah, let's say right here. Uh, so once again, uh, one of those, a like a swarm of the nanites that are sort of coming around it flies into that area and proceeds to fly around almost like a sandstorm, uh, creating soft cover for any hostiles and burn for anybody starting their turn uh, in that area or move into it for the first time. But with that, uh, that is the end of the round. And as this comes to a close, um, John, suddenly your communication array pips up and you hear, uh, Breaker, Breaker, this, uh, Bloody Lady, this is Savior. Do you copy? Over. Uh, this is Bloody Lady. I copy. Solid copy. Uh, Bloody Lady, what is status of LZ? Over. Uh, Infected are in the LZ. They are, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Roger, solid copy. We'll be coming in, ETA about six minutes. We can't get too close if the Infected are that in, but we'll get it close enough that you might be able to make a jump for it. So I don't believe the, it'll be a problem. All right. So at the end of this round, your transport to save you will show up. <laughs> and with that, uh, we begin the next round. It is your guys' go. Uh, I would like to go first to build on mine. Because I'm going to move the drones around a bit, I think. So let's start my turn. Protocol drone. One, two, four have that drone sitting out there above the water. One. Goodbye. Four. Right here. Inside that guy, so he starts to turn shredded. Uh, four. Uh, oh, cool. I get to move a drone. Oh, yeah. That was a shepherd drone. Then, penalty. Uh, action. Fire teleport. They can too. Unfortunately, that's a sensor. It's double checking if I can other things to move them. Uh, no, I think that's the only way I can move those drones. Um, okay, then I'm going to attack the this guy over here. Alright, the supercomputer. Yep. Um, 
So let's use our gas nexus and skirmish. I rolled a critical, 21. Nice. I hit. That's uh, seven damage plus three kinetic damage. Holy shit, uh, you kill it in one. <laughs> All right, so, so it's like, what is that buzzing sound? Deal with it. Press the deal with it button. I've <laughs> <laughs> signaled and sent to the gas nexus, just aims to whatever the source of the sound is, and then the turret pops its head up over the cover, and they both, like, two laser sights, like, target that, that thing, and then just... <laughs> yeah, so like the first shot you manage to hit one of the computers, and the second shot you hit is one of the uh, like the NHP coffins, and then all of a sudden it doesn't die as so much as it just disappears and never reappears again. Okay, so it's removed. It's like ah yes yes yes, and then the music starts up inside the cockpit again. <laughs> Some fucking Wagner or whatever. Um. Okay, so that was my skirmish action. Uh, I'll move into the... Oh, I don't want to move into the burn zone. Um, oh, I get to, I forgot I get to move this too. One, yes. two, three, four. And then I'll move into the zone. Um, uh, Swarm 3 is going to take a swipe at you again. Wait, is moving within their threatened range also? Uh, start a movement. Uh, a hostile character starts any movement inside weapons threat. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, does a 13 hit? Yep. Take two kinetic damage. Take one. Um, and what? what's a quick action I can do? Skirmish, uh, boost, ram, grapple, quick attack, hide, search. I'm going to give you this right now. Uh, the swarms don't have a heat cap, so any heat dealt to them just immediately does energy damage. Sure. I'll quick tech action them, and I will invade. All right. Invade. 16. Uh, I believe that does... Yeah, that beats their E-Defense. Uh, how much heat do they take? Uh, two heat. And they are impaired and slowed. So you stare at these things so hard that they just proceed to melt as your actual mech overloads various reactors and power systems. It's, it's just like the, the feedback. Once again, like they're, they're sending feedback and it's like... Hmm, can we raise, can we lower the sound in in that area, please? It's just, it's messing with the balance. It's it's, it's like a it's, <laughs> once again, there's like a dial that like turns the dial down. <laughs> then, yeah, I'm just imagining that Daphne's next like a Fisher Price fucking <laughs> thing with a bunch of colored knobs and dials that have words on them. Absolutely. And then the and then whatever the onboard is just like kind of interprets what what's going on and yeah. yes. And then outside, you just see, like, all the rest of the swarm, like, as their power sources overload, they just get these red-hot cores and literally just begin to melt. Ooh, what a wonderful sculpture. I love the way that they're clawing as if they they're, could feel the heat. Quick, 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 quick. All right, I'm done. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's your turn. Good, good. Flunk. Ended. Uh, once again, we're going to go with Runner. He is going to attempt to chain axe and then harpoon gun the the snare drone. Okay. Uh, does an 11 hit the snare? Yes. All right. Uh, so take seven kinetic damage and is destroyed? Uh, nope. It has, it has one hit, hit point. Oh, my God. You're going to make me do this? <laughs> You're going to make me do this? <laughs> oh, God. And the next attack does an eight hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, it takes two more kinetic damage. Okay. It's removed. Okay. Uh, and then 
It is going to overcharge, taking five heat, uh, in order to stand up. Okay. Uh, yeah, in order to boost to stand up. So he is no longer dangling on the edge of the thing. He is now here, effectively, and is no longer prone. However, his mech is also now glowing red hot. So it took a lot out of him just to get up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is your that is back to you guys. Alright, uh, maybe we mm-hmm. help out Chris now? Seems like he's in a bit of trouble, so... Yeah, that's my thinking as well. Spot of trouble. Uh, be, uh, I would be appreciated. Uh, this elite is uh, giving me the old one-two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, I mean... Uh... Let's see. Are you close enough to me? Yes, you are. Uh, yes, it is. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Let's go on. Uh, all right. I will. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I see that <laughs> line towards the berserker. I'm gonna toss the berserker off the off the cliff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this poor fucking guy. Uh, he, he can roll roll an agility save to not be tossed. Okay, he just, let's see where this goes. Five heat. Just to stand up. Oh, what does a nine give for me, John? No, a nine gives you a a, 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 sh- a long walk off of a short pier. Yeah, yeah I'm assuming it's the feral lash. Yeah, so this yeah. guy just—I'm gonna say, like, since it's not ending its turn on that, it is just like you know, it's gone. Stop, doobity bop, see you. It's hurled off the bridge, oh. slamming into like a piece of concrete. The thing—it's dead. It's dead. God just damn. like steam shooting out of the out of the water because yeah, of the as it fucking cools off. Oh yeah, rip that dude. <laughs> oh my god, what a loser! <laughs> All right, uh, and then I'm gonna skirmish with my magnet cannon. All right. Um, nineteen hit the big one. Nineteen does in fact hit the big one. All right, hold on. Let me just check. Yeah, I can. I can hit without targeting pressing. Yep. Uh, All right. How much damage does that do? Two damage, energy damage. All right. Uh, and uh, it needs to make a hole saver be dragged t- towards me. All right. So you, the energy hits it. Unfortunately, it looks like it's. You remember that Chastain armor uh, mech pretty well. Uh, so unfortunately, it doesn't look at it as much damage. But in terms of the drag, uh, I'm assuming is that uh, that was a hull, yes. Yep. Uh, six does not uh, pass or save. No, it does not. All right. Uh, so how are you moving it? Uh, is pulled three spaces towards. Alright, so one, two, three. I'm assuming that you wanted it to hit the, uh, the plate. Yeah. Alright, and that's another hull save, correct? Uh, yeah. Uh, does a nine beat that? No. Three more spaces? Yeah, so I want it, uh, up within melee range of me, so, like, right here. Alright, as it goes boing, three stooges ass. Uh, fucking pulling action. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and uh, what else are you doing this turn? Uh, 18 hit it. Uh, 18 does hit. Wait, is the Pharaoh Lash a free action? No, uh, I have a tactical knife on, on an auxiliary map. Oh, on the same I see. Uh, so Give it the old pull and shank. Yeah, so it takes three uh, kinetic damage. All right, so... Uh, so once again, you manage to find like a small gap in its armor in order to try and stab at it, but uh, it's it doesn't seem to be the the killing blow that you're hoping for. Yeah, but I mean, it gave it gave Chris some breathing room. Is yes. the important thing. 
Thank you. Uh, right. Now I am going to move. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five. All the way back here. Okay. Um, so as you attempt to make that movement, it is going to use its reaction to try and hit you with the hammer. Cool. Is that kinetic damage? Uh, no, it's explosive. All right. Ah! I'm assuming a three does not hit. No, it does not. Whoosh! <laughs> Wait, how is it hitting you with the hammer from all the way over there? It has a threat range of two, and uh, melee attacks uh, are not affected by cover, and it's size two. Wait, but John's over here. No, 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 no. I moved. Yeah. Oh, I, I moved, and then... Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you basically just duck under the cover as the hammer swings overhead, missing you as you make your move. Yep. All right. So, that's my turn. All right. Oh, my God. You are so... Joey, you're so goddamn close. I don't believe it. Um, can you get through my? You can't touch me. I'm behind three turrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, remember, if it touches that plate, it, it has yeah, to. Yeah, it, go, it goes. It does another hull check. Yes, I am aware. Uh, so I'm gonna say instead that it's gonna use another one of its abilities, concussion missiles. So, uh, Chris and Flock, I need both of you guys to make a hull save. All right. As she, as um, Battleaxe sort of plants the hammer down, and out of the shoulders come these very tiny, diminutive missiles that fly out and sort of swarm towards you guys. Okay, so that's a 13 for me. Alright, 13. So, Chris, you pass, so nothing happens. Cool, thank you. And Joey. Uh, I failed. Okay, uh, you are uh, slowed and impaired until the end of. Um, the battle axe's next turn. Okay. And, uh, you know what? It doesn't know that that's coming, so it's going to instead... So that's its first turn. Or, no, that's its, uh, first action. It's then gonna move over here, and it's gonna attempt to take a swing. Uh, oh wait, it can't do that. Damn it, no. Alright, so that is its first, its turn. First turn. Its second turn. Or, no, I have to give it back to you guys. So, uh, back to you guys. Okay, um, I went. I think I might be the last one in this round. Yeah. Chris, did you go yet, though? No, it's a new round. Uh, yeah, because oh. yeah, so I, I, went, I went first, and then John went, and then... So, Chris and Yalta, you guys both need to go. Yep. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so whoever wants to go first, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, hmm. Chris, I'm guessing that you're, uh, you've got kind of a direct, uh, solution... To, uh, the clinger on my ankle. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. I mean, is that guy even a threat? He can oh. still do damage. He's still got potential. Also, if you wait, if you wait for that guy's turn to go, he will get shredded. So you might want to maybe Yonthan, you go, and then we pass to them, and then the shredder guy has to go. Yeah. The, the shredder drone here will make him shredded, and then Chris can probably just pick him up like a can and then squeeze him between his hands. <laughs> Give him the old like squeeze towel. Yep. <laughs> okay. Hmm. This is interesting. What's the most efficient use of my time here? How beat up is the big hammer mech looking? Um, it's probably pretty, like, it seems like it's done a lot of damage to it. Uh, it does look a bit sturdier than most, but it does look like with a bit more, you might be able to push it to having some sort of structural problem. Okay. Hmm. But you're going to need to do, but you have seen how well armored it is, so you're going to need something that hits hard. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. What's the rule for diagonal movement? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine? Yeah. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I think I could actually make this work. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's right. a side for me. Yeah, this is uh, going to be kind of... Uh, I'm going to use basically every single <laughs> action available to me to make this work. So I'm going to move one, two, three, four, five, six spaces up to here. Um, and then I'm going to... You can always overcharge. Let me switch to ComCon here. Um, and then I'm going to uh, use uh, my Skirmish or 2 ability before after you Skirmish, you may move two spaces. This movement ignores engagements and doesn't provoke reactions. Well, again, you have three extra movement because of uh, the magnet pad. Oh, yeah. So, sprawling your ass wherever you want. Yeah, I'm I'm going to uh, use my skirmish ability to move up here anyways, just in case. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to uh, skirmish with my heavy charged blade. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, mm, that's a uh, 10. Is that a hit? Uh, 10 hits. Okay, great. All right. So as a quick action, I'm going to activate my shock wreath. Um, so uh, when this mod is applied, uh, the opponent takes an additional 1d6 burn. Oh! Yeah, okay. So uh, it's 1d6 plus 3 energy damage and 1d6 burn total. Um, so that's, uh, six energy damage, and... Okay, uh, so before you do the burn, let's resolve the structure. Okay. As you slash into this thing, and roll a d6, a three. System trauma, uh, roll a d6 again, uh, d6, another three. Okay, so... Uh, so you managed to cut the hammer in half. Oh, no. With a deft slice, you literally snap the thing, you cut the thing in half, it explodes. Fold it over 1,000 times. Yes, and then, um, what is your, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, and then how much burn is it taking? Five. Yeah, I'm not messing around. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so yeah. Uh, so, uh, Battle Axe ain't looking oh, so hot. Oh, also, I forgot. Uh, at the beginning of Jonathan's turn, I'm gonna make a tech attack against it, and, uh, what's it? Uh... You pit it. Alright, it has lock-on. Alright, it is lock-on. Uh, you'll on. need to make a tech attack to put a lock-on on something, Joey. It just doesn't. Oh, yes, I forgot. Oh, yeah, Hunter's <laughs> lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, she is locked on. Okay. Right. So you can use that, Chris. Okay. Great. Um, thank you. So that was my full turn. I used a movement, a skirmish, and then a quick action to activate the shock wreath. Um, so I'm also going to overcharge, take one heat, and hide. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, all right. And that's your turn. That is my turn. All right. Uh, so I'm going to... So it goes back. I'm going to say that uh, Battle Axe is going to take her next turn, and she is going to use Seismic Destroyer. Okay. And, oh, baby, I... Oh, baby, a triple, or a double Uh-oh. at least. 
so I need agility saves from both uh, Jonathan and Chris. Oh, okay. I'm agility good at those. Saves? Yes. Okay. So same yes. thing like Hull. There should be an agility rating that you have. Uh, roll a d20 and add that. And your um. Uh, yes. Alright, well my agility is zero, so I'm just gonna roll a d20 and add my grit to the result. Mm-hmm. Bam! Okay, that's an 18. Alright, Chris, uh, you are good. Phew! Okay. Uh, I got a 13. Uh, what does it save? Uh, and you also pass, as literally, Ooh. sort of as if, uh, almost reacting to the hammer exploding, it just kind of, like, stomps the ground. And the, the foot starts acting like a jackhammer, creating this, like, uh, crack in the uh, the ground. But luckily, both oh. of you were a bit uh, crafty on your toes, and you avoid managing to get stuck in it. And uh, that will be the end of... Uh, yeah, I'll say oh. that is the end of their turn. Don't forget to make that hull save. Uh, oh, that yeah, from the burn. burn. Save, oh, God. Baby. The burn! I forgot about the burn! Uh, that's an engineering check, I want to say, or is it Hall? Um, oh, I may have spoken correctly. Eng check. Yeah, okay. Does a four pass? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, Alright, so it, it is on fire. Uh, yeah, it, it's not looking too great. It's, uh, it's not having a good time. Whew. And, uh, yeah, Chris, it is your go. Sweet, thank you. Okay, um... Do you guys still want me to wait on attacking the guy attached to my ankle? Uh, nah, go ahead. Okay, in that case, uh, I'm gonna start things off with a heavy attack against him. Okay. Okay. Well, I, uh, Chris, if I may make a suggestion, if you can move to be within, uh, striking distance of the big one, then you can all, then you can get that free extra attack off. Okay. Um, yeah, then I will move before making these attacks. Alright, I'll keep the roll, since that doesn't really change much. Thank you, okay. So, um, I basically begin, yeah, uh, stomping over towards the big one, kind of dragging my right ankle a bit as the little guy's still clinging on. Oh, you're right, he is still there, so yeah, he comes along (laughs) with you, he's like, hey, hey, pay attention to me! I'm important! And I oblige him as I turn slightly before bringing up the massive machete in my hand. So, uh, that is a 14 to hit. Alright, is this directed towards Battleaxe or the Rammer? Uh, the little guy or the big one? The little guy. Alright, uh, little guy, that is a hit. Cool, okay, so this is going to be 1d6 plus 4. 9 points of damage. Oh, uh, divide by 2, okay, yeah. Uh, alright, the little guy is still alive, but only barely. Okay, and then I apply that 14 attack against, uh, the big one, and that would be 5 points of damage against them. Alright. Again, the battle axe is standing tall, but only barely. It's also very on fire. (laughs) Okay, cool. Then, uh, yeah, I'm going to bring up my offhand weapon, uh, the chain axe, and I'm going to attack... You know what? I'm gonna go for uh, the battle axe. All right. Because this one has been a problem, and I need to make sure that it's taken down. Okay. And yeah, that is a 13 to hit. That hits. If you do Wait, four damage, you kill it. Okay. Well. Um. Hey, Chris. Do you have any blade master dice you can spend for extra damage? I do. Um. I don't know if extra right. damage is an option for spending blade master dice. Uh, I'm I, sorry, I don't have it in front of me. I just know that that's a thing that you have, so... 
I do have Blade Master dice. I can use them to do things like reduce damage. Uh, you can trip them. I can. Okay. Um. I mean, let's let's, let's figure out if if you've dealt du enough damage to kill it first before wasting it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, just a moment, please. Um, looking for the weapon I've got. Uh, twenty-six. All right. Uh. Okay. So you try to do it, but it, uh, the chain axe like catches on the armor and it just kind of bounces off. So, in that case, I will uh, use a blade master dice to force battle axe to make an agility save or fall prone. Uh, do you still have a quick action you can use? Because uh, a tripping I... is a quick action. Faint is a free action. What does the Void Master Die oh. thing say on it? It's a uh, duelist. So uh, spend one to one for the following trip as a quick action. Choose an adjacent character. Uh, they must pass an agility save or fall prone. I don't know if I have a quick action remaining. Uh, I... You you attack twice though, right? Yes. Yes. So, so yeah. That is a, that's a you no? can always overcharge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's gonna overcharge, he may as well just swing with the other chain axe. That's true. I've got a question. Uh, what sort of action is it to activate my core system? Uh, usually it's a protocol, which has to be done at the start of your turn. Okay, I, I mean, so we can check. Um, I do not have his core action in front of me. Uh, what? What? What's the... Uh, Blackbeard. Uh, your core system, Omni Harpoon, that's the one. It's a quick action to activate. Okay, so okay. you could overcharge and then uh, do that. But if I don't I could... think that might be useful here. If I did that, they if they I could use that. They oh no, they to... take two d six kinetic damage if they fail to save. Oh fuck, yeah, that, it's pretty that's, bad. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh you guys shit! Think? And it would it would hit a lot of targets. Well, yeah, it's everything within five. So that would be the that would be the dust swarm, uh, battle axe, and the little guy. What about oh, yeah, honestly? It would be, it, to me, it would be sick. It also would... hits the lava. Holy shit! To me, it would be sick, Chris, if your mech just glowed red and then shot harpoons in every direction. <laughs> yup. And then somehow killed everything. Please do this. Please do this, Chris. I would love to see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna overcharge. Alright. So it should tell you at the top uh, how much heat you're taking for that. 1d3. Okay, so roll it. Uh, no, this is your first overcharge, right, Chris? Yes. I think, but he overcharged the previous uh, encounter. That that carries over. Short rests do not um, reset. Oh, oh, that. Oh, I, they, no, I, I don't think he did. I was I the didn't. one who overcharged. Okay, then it's only one. Yeah, I don't remember Chris overcharging. All right. Okay. So you gain so one heat and then and then roll one. And then everything hit. has to make a hull save against. Oh, him. everything has to make a hull save. All right. Yeah. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, wait, roll wait, wait. Up. So, I'm sorry. Could you say what, uh, once again what happens, how much heat I take? One. Uh, so one. Take one. Thank you. Okay, okay, so let's do this one at a time. Starting with Battle Axe. Uh, Chris, what is your save target? It should be uh, up where all your stats are. It's on the rate of E defense. Actually, I can probably just. Save target is 12. Okay, uh, so Battle Axe barely makes it. Okay. Still uh, takes half damage. Is it still half damage? On success, they take half damage and are otherwise Ooh. unaffected. Oh, oh god. my god! Okay, <laughs> oh my Chris, god. Uh, roll two d six. So this is going to be to determine the damage for all targets. Yes. Bye. Uh, okay. Uh, so one of them goes straight through fucking uh the battle axe, killing it instantly. Cool. 
Uh, okay, so let me just pop up. So oh, wait, yeah. wait, why don't you roll the check for everything and then yeah, roll damage and then explain okay. what happened? Because so, I'd love, yeah. I love, I would love to know if everything dies. Yeah. All right. So, uh, for the rammer, uh, eleven, it does not pass. Okay. Mm. The Next. the dust cloud. I love how you somehow grappling hooked a dust cloud. <laughs> the dust cloud does manage. It's a hull check, yes. Uh, yeah. Hull. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the dust cloud does pass, and the lobber. Uh, what's the lobber's hull? The lobber does not pass. Okay. So, uh, uh damage rolled individually per unit. I don't think so. All right, Chris, just, Chris, just roll two d6, and then we'll just have the yeah, first. No, no, five. he already did. Yeah, he already did. Oh, he did. All okay. right, so five damage is applied to um, the rammer, which also kills it. Cool. Bam, bam. Um, the spitter swarm takes half damage, so it takes three. The and the lobber takes four damage. All right, so yeah, uh, so Chris, explain how you managed to kill the two things right beside you and almost kill the other two. So, uh, hacking away at them previously with the axe and the machete, I'm realizing it's not enough, and that given that I disliked how much the bit, the battle axe hit me for last time, I'm like, okay, I gotta do something quick or it's gonna finish me off. Then I see one button in particular that I've been told might be, like, uh, in my experience, it's the one thing I activate if I'm in a bad situation. I flip up the little panel, I hit the button, and my targeting computer's, like, miniature cameras located in the head of my uh, mech just begin scanning around, rotating to see 360 degrees around me, walk onto targets, uh, miniature cannons position themselves, and... Yeah, grappling cables with harpoons mounted on the ends of them just simultaneously fire out at every target within range. And they impale the battle axe repeatedly and the grabber and hit the other ones as well to deal them to deal all of them damage. Uh, uh, Harry, um, there's a, an additional fact. Yes, the lobber is knocked prone. Uh, and pulled adjacent to you. Oh! Yep. So, they are harpoons. So it lands prone on the ground. The camera follows it as it is dragged towards me like a prone victim. Uh, and it's almost like this thing is scrabbling at the ground trying to get its purchase. But it could be mistaken as trying to crawl away frantically. Oh, yeah. It's as trying I'm, to use its big ass arm to crawl away from you. And it's just not being yet not happening. As slowly, one step at a time, I turn to look at it. My weapon's still in my hands. Alright. And yeah, yeah awesome. after this very Jason esque uh technique, uh I will end my turn. Okay. Oh very nice. Uh, I hated it when Jason fired all those grappling hooks at and pulled all the teenagers towards, and that sucks. Well I I I mean I think it's more of the, the like like backlit giant <laughs> robot dragging the yeah. yeah. The other one away. Oh god. Okay. So uh start of the next turn. All of these, uh, all the drones eventually just sort of fall into the area and blow up, causing, you know, it to nothing to happen in those areas. And um, it is going to attempt to fire at uh, 
It's going to attempt to fire at Friday and uh, flock in Bloody Lady. Bring it! So in a last-ditch effort, it reaches into its bag and just starts hucking shit at you to try and keep you away from it. Okay. Uh, for the water, does a 15 hit. Guess my evasion? Yes. That is correct, it does. Alright, take uh, four explosive damage. Okay, so that is all of my hit points, and I take three additional damage. What happens now? Do I make a whole so, save? Uh, Roll a d6. Minus structure, yeah. Yeah, I, it should, like, if you do If you the, hit minus uh, structure, it I think it does a thing for you. Yeah, it should roll the uh, the structure check for you. Oh my god, I love it. I love the little screen that pops up. Yeah, it goes, warning, you have been... Oh, you've gotten structure. Yeah, roll, and it tells you... That what, is what a happens. six for a glancing blow. All right. Oh, baby. So you were only impaired, but nothing else happens, which is very good. You cool. don't get your gigantic sword cut in half, like in some other places. Yeah. It, however, your mech is impaired until the end of your next turn. Yeah, so, so you re- take a, uh, a difficulty on all checks. Yeah, so refill okay. your HP. It should automatically do it, I think. If cool, it doesn't, thank you. Fill your yep. HP manually. Uh, and then firing against uh, Flock does a 13 hit. Uh, yes. Uh, all right, take four explosive damage and Bloody Lady. Okay, so I have to make... Does a 12 hit. Yep. Uh, take four explosive Lancing damage. Blow, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my lucky bastards. I still have one hit point left. God damn it! <laughs> I just wanted to hit you with a big hammer and you took that away from me. Is this so much to ask? <laughs> okay, whose turn is it? Let's, uh... uh, yeah, so Lobber goes. Uh, Smoker is, or, uh, the Lifter is going to move one, two, three. And it is going to attempt to pull Flock. Yeah, ten squares. Uh, so first it makes an attack roll. That's much difficulty with range. Okay, so that's only one accuracy. Uh, does a 15 hit you? Yes. All right, uh, roll a... Oh, sorry, that's the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, no, that's no, that's that one. Um, okay, sorry, so it's just... Sorry, does an 11 hit you? No. Uh, yes. All right. Sorry, evasion? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. All right, uh, roll a hull save. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, alright, you pass, so nothing happens. Okay. And, uh, that's gonna be its turn. And Spitter, it's going to recharge. Does not recharge. It is going to attempt to, uh, it's gonna use Hunter Killer Nexus on Friday? Yeah, because its sensors is only 10, and I think you are out of... Yes, you're out of range. It's going to attempt to use Hunter Killer Nexus on Friday. Uh, does a 13 hit, Chris? Uh, it does. Take three burn. Okay. So three damage, and then don't forget to add the little turn thing. And that is the end of this round. And as you, uh, as this comes to a close, you suddenly hear the booming sounds of uh, a ship very quickly entering atmosphere. And all of a sudden, you see what seems like a massive transport ship just fly in to the side, hovering just outside. And a a voice over the comm says, All right, you're going to have to jump, but get on here! Let's go! And it is your guys' go. Sweet. And sorry, where's the ship? Uh, Can you guys not see the giant uh, thingamajigger? No. Big rock? Yeah, the big rock. Okay. Uh, Okay, uh, okay, I I can go first. Yeah. 
So the uh, distance is just far away enough that if you move or boost from the very edge of the bridge, you are guaranteed to make it on. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, hmm. All right, well, go, uh, who wants to go first, I guess, is the question. Uh, I'm, I'm going to hang about because I'm, like, invisible and hidden. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go then. One... Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, yep, and then I'll boost the ship. All right. So Flock has managed to jump off the edge, and you have flight, don't you, Joey? I do. I can All fly right, over. So yeah. You just, yeah, you I, fly I, over. I, I hit the evacuate button. Um, <laughs> however, uh, on my turn, I still get to, I guess before I do that, I should move drones. So I'll do that first. Uh, Guardian drone, move beside John. Uh, Hunter drone, beside here, I guess. Um, what's the range on the ghast? I just like, oh, I can still shoot from inside the ship. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, and uh, from where you're standing, as long as you take only a single quick action, you can still remove and then boost onto the ship. Hmm. Uh, Shredder will go one, two, four. Uh, so yeah, boss can go on the ship and then set the drones to autopilot. So they're just going to do their thing. So <laughs> ghast is going to attack the, uh, the flow, the this guy, the one, the, the lobber. The lobber, all right. Yeah, skirmish. Uh, sixteen hits, I think. Uh, sixteen hits. Okay, seven damage, and then ten damage because of the turret. That kills it automatic. Uh, so the seven damage will kill it automatically. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, oh, damage is like, oh, I finally. What took you so long to fly on the ship? And then just all the drones go like autonomous mode activated. <laughs> They're much more effective killing machines now that they're not being controlled by a doofus. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Alright, uh, so that's um, Flock's turn. There's uh, only one guy left, right? Um, no two. Is the other one? Yeah, there's uh, there's also another one that's there to be a fucker. Oh but, yeah, this one and then that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think the only thing it's going to do is uh, it's going to attempt to move, so it's going to go... It is five, so one, two, three, four, five. And it is going to use its hunter-killer nexus on uh, the lady. Uh, does a 13 beat your E-defense, John? Uh, my E-defense? Uh, no. Oh, wow. Okay, so nothing happens. Um, but it is going to... Uh, oh, you're out of the ice out drone! It's going to use drone barrage! Um, uh, 13, does not, does it beat your E-defense or meet? No. God damn you! I also, put everything also, in systems. Also, also, all, all, also, also, this is a ranged attack? Uh, the first one was, the second one was a tech attack. Okay. This doesn't matter, neither of them hit. Yeah, I, like, they try, like, the drones try to rush you, but they're made of metal, so you're just like, get the hell away from me. Like, you swap them away like flies. Alright, uh, that's its turn, it's back to you guys. Uh, I should go last, because if anyone is within uh, basically three squares of the edge, I can just teleport you on, on, onto the ship. Okay. Right. So... I have grenades, so you, I should go last. So, um, in that case, would anybody have anything they'd like to do immediately? No, no, you go ahead. Okay, so, Harry, this uh, cloud of dust is uh, still active, correct? Yes. Okay, then... 
Yeah, I'm gonna use both of my... Well, first I'd like to use a standard attack action against him. So... Okay. Let's see here. Ooh, and 17 plus... I mean, do I still add my grit to this? Yes. Okay, that's 22. Alright, so that's a critical. So roll damage dice twice and take the highest. Okay, um... It, does that count as a critical? Yes. Any so anything uh, of your one of your talents is only on natural twenties, but anything mm. that is over twenty is a critical in the system. Okay. So in that case, yeah. So that's going to be two d six. Do I double all of the damage or just the dice? Uh. So roll four dice. Take the highest. Uh. Four d six. Yes. Uh. Wait. So sorry, Chris. Did you get a critical? Yeah, I did, 17 yes. plus 3 plus crit. Or uh, plus uh, crit. Chris, you have Brutal, don't you? Brutal is only yeah. on natural 20s. Oh. When okay. I roll a 20 on a die for any attack. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, but that is still uh, 10 damage, which, uh, oh, baby, this thing's not looking so hot anymore. Cool. As you kind of yeah. cleave into that red hot core and spread slag all over the place, and now it's sort of. The, the swarm around it is kind of like, you know, moving with like jerky movements. Cool. All right, then I'm going to use my other uh, offhand axe, and okay, that is a dirty 20. All right, uh, so that still is a crit. So again, yep. uh, this is your chain axe, roll 2d6. Okay. So three damage, still not looking too hot. Uh, your chain axe also shreds it, but it has no armor, so that doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, but... And okay, then I'm going to start moving towards the uh, ship. All right. So remember when you hit this blue one, you get three uh, free movement from basically boost pads. Hey, okay, yep. So that's one, two, then uh, let me just double check my movement. Okay. So yeah, I have three remaining. So one, two, three. Okay. All right. And uh, that'll be my turn. Does the enemy get an opportunity attack against me? Uh, the swarm does, because it is within one, so it's going to try and hit you with the hunter-killer nexus again. Cool. Uh, does a 10 be your E-defense? It does, yes. All right, so you take three burn. Okay. And uh, now it is the lifter's turn. Uh, and it is going to... It is going to attempt to try and find... Geiger. Yep. It rolled a nat one. It does not have any luck finding Geiger. Oops. Uh, all right. Well, it's just going to do the only thing it can, which is it's going to climb down. So takes three movement from there to climb down the wall. And then it's going to move its next six. One, two, three to here. And that's its go. Uh, and now it is your guys's turn. Okay. There is no other enemies remaining in the scene. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to book it. All right. Um, so let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then a three, three, one, two, three. Puts me right here. Um, so you said if I have one movement or one... If you have one set of... It's like you have to use your full move or a boost from the edge to jump. I see, I see. Okay. Um, can I boost twice? Uh, if you overcharge, yes, I believe so. Uh, I think you can just boost twice normally, can't you? Just by yeah, taking they're both action twice. Quick actions. I don't think you can take the same quick action twice without overcharging. Uh, That's to prevent people from doing like just ludicrous amounts of movement. 
I'm yeah. boosting twice. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, my next overcharge would only do 1d3 heat, and I've got four heat remaining in this reactor. So um, I'm going to boost uh, once <laughs> to get to the edge of the ledge, and then I'm going to overcharge and boost a second time. Um, yeah, okay, so none of you can really see any of this, but uh, Chris, as you're lumbering towards the edge, mm. you feel like... Uh, kind of a whoosh of air beside your mech, like something is moving beside it. And then directly in front of you, you see um, this kind of splash of concrete as if there's been an impact on the edge of the bridge. And uh, then a metal clang as something lands on the deck of this ship. Yeah, if, cool. you, could, if you could see the invisibility, it would just be like Geiger, like T-1000 running to the edge and then just leaping. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Again, I don't. Is invisibility always explicitly like an uh, like a camouflage situation, or is it? Uh, well, the thing is, he's hidden and I'm, he hasn't yeah. lost him. Uh, so okay, okay. He has effectively masked your sensors so well that he is effectively invisible. Yeah, but like a person who's standing there could see the big robot moving around, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's my turn. And in the uh, like in the bay, and you like skid to a halt. All right, uh, well, that is Geiger's turn. Uh, Bloody Lady, it is your go. Okay, so uh, I am going to uh, use uh, Ferris Lash to move Chris to the edge of the of the thing. Okay. Whee! So, Chris, Dang. if you could move to the edge of the, the platform. Like this? Yeah, uh, and then I'm going to uh, hit him with a warp grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so... That is okay. effective yep. area of my warp grenade. So yep. reposition Teleport yourself onto the on, onto the other side. <laughs> Over here. Yep. And then I move, and then I spend a overcharge. I take one d three heat, hmm. which doesn't matter because I have uh, even if I got maximum, it wouldn't overheat me. And then I boost. All right. And always, uh, <laughs> as the last one uh, lands on the ship. You see, like, uh, somebody with a radio just yelling at it, like, go, go, go! And yeah, the ship hits the thrusters. You all kind of had to brace yourselves from the intense Gs. But sure enough, within moments, you guys are clearing the atmosphere and heading towards the uh, U.S. Bura Anubav. And uh, yeah, with a sigh of relief, the, the rest of them sort of like, you see a bunch of techs running around like checking to make sure that nothing in the ship's going wrong and some of them start coming over and trying to help you guys get out of your uh, your frames. Ugh, I am not accepting any help with, from someone dressed like that. Where, where are my attendants? Uh, everyone just kind of looks around confused and says, uh, ma'am, do you want our help or not? Because if so, we'll go help the others. Ugh, fine. I'll be in my room. Locked off. But yeah, uh, once you guys manage to get out of your mechs, uh, you are immediately summoned. You are basically told, like, uh, you have a meeting with Admiral Craven. Uh, he brings you up to the bridge where he addresses you. Uh, and I'll, I'll speed through this for the sake of clarity, since it is getting late. Uh, basically, he congratulates, like, you know, like, says, like, you know, he pours out, uh, brings out, like, a, a bottle of old, like, cradle whiskey and offers some of it to you. Uh, sort of like a, a gesture of, you know, congratulations. Uh, he says that Union will compensate you for both relocation costs and the uh, materials for your mech. Uh, unfortunately for you, Miss Hodgins, uh, they did manage to find security footage of you breaking the quarantine, 
Uh, so your options are either comply and give up your mech willingly, or face a tribunal, a union tribunal, uh, and have your mech confiscated. <laughs> along with going through court. Wait, me? Yes. Unless you are, uh, the only, they only bring this up if you're going to be difficult about, uh, giving up your mech, though. So, if you just want to hand it over, they won't bring any of that up. Uh, we are off-planet now? Yes. Oh, well, fine, go ahead, all my footage is cloned to a secure server. <sighs> I just see Craven like, put his, like, to pitch the bridge of his nose, like, uh. I was thinking about upgrading anyway, you see, diamonds are so last year. By the way! Speaking of diamonds in the rough, um, Chris, what's your yeah. character's name again? Uh, Jason. You, you're that one, you, you, you the, the fellow artist, please, tell uh, me. Uh, uh I, I, I would hate, I, I would hate to, to leave this place without understanding your mind. Um, uh, I, I really, um, don't know too much of what you mean, I mean, I was just kind of... Flying by the seat of my pants down there, you know. Just uh, I saw something, I hacked away at it, and uh, I guess uh, I guess it's kind of good that uh, you couldn't hear my con because I was screaming a whole lot in my cockpit. <laughs> That's what your voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and come to think of it, now that we have the chance to talk face to face, maybe I could say a few things to you about how you've been treating the rest of us. Now then. Alright, I think with that, we cut to a freeze frame of uh, Daphne about to get browbeaten by an angry Jason Lake while uh, I Raven... I punched, actually. But... <laughs> that could be a punch. That could just yeah. that could be a form of browbeating. Either no. way, uh, Craven is just standing off to the side, very much enjoying this. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, we bring it close to our spooktacular Lancer session. I hope you all had a good time. I hope you all enjoyed the the spooky, scary things I put in here. And we hope to uh, see you again next time. Good night, everyone. Good night. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.